Tandem Nomads episode 277. Your portable business should work for you and not the other way around. Today I'm going to talk to you about how you can make sure to design your own rhythm in your business while still making sure that you are generating consistent revenue. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great resources and inspiration to grow a successful portable business that allows you to live your life in your own terms while generating great revenue, making a great impact and having the flexibility you need. This is your host, Emel Deregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. This episode is the final episode of a series that I called The Slow Challenge. However, if you have not been following the Slow Challenge series of episodes, do not worry because this episode will still be relevant for you no matter what. And it's actually at the core of what I truly love to talk about and why I do what I do. In fact, this whole Slow Challenge was about making sure that you are designing a business that fits to your lifestyle, to your needs, to your energy, to your rhythm. So today I want to wrap up some of the key things that I think are really important to be able to find your own rhythm while still generating real revenue in your business. In fact, for way too long, entrepreneurs have been told that in order to succeed, they have to work really hard and sacrifice a lot to be able to succeed. And that is simply not true. To be honest with you, I was one of these people a long time ago that believed that and really worked really hard to be able to make it and to succeed in my journey. The thing is, not all entrepreneurs can allow themselves to just sacrifice everything and not be there for their loved ones, but also to sacrifice their own mental and physical health. This is something that's really important to me. I've seen too many people burn out while trying to build their businesses instead of really making sure to build the business that works for them. And Again, I've also been in that situation, so I know what I'm talking about. And I had to spend a lot of time and energy to think about what is it that I truly want to build through this business? Is it worth sacrificing my mental health and my energy, as well as my time with my loved ones to be able to make it? The answer for me was clear. No, it's not worth it. However, I was not ready to give up on my own ambitions to build a successful business and to make real revenue and to create my own financial freedom. So if that's you, know that you can still do that. You might be a parent or a stay-at-home mom and have kids to take care of or aging parents, or you simply want to have the flexibility and the freedom to live the life you want. And that's amazing and you should never be ashamed of it. By the way, for those who think that not working hard or not having the big ambitions of building a huge business is actually not being ambitious, that's not true. Being ambitious is actually wanting to build the business you want, a business that works for you and not the other way around while making sure that you are generating revenue and that is possible. 
That is truly possible. And this is for me what a portable business allows you to do. It allows you to live your life in your own terms, like I said previously, and to really make sure to adapt your business to your needs and to your own rhythm. So in the slow challenge, I shared with you a lot of practical tips of how to make sure to make the right decisions in your business to adapt it to your lifestyle and to your needs while making sure that you are being strategic about your business and how you run it. So if you haven't been following the slow challenge and want to have those tips, know that starting from the episode 263, I've been very intentional of designing all my episodes around this really important goal of making a business work for you and not the other way around. So if you're interested and want to batch some episodes, you can, can go through those episodes and if you've been signing up to the slow challenge you should have received them every other week with all the resources that go with it however today i want to highlight more the philosophy that's important to adopt to make this work i'm not going to share with you any practical marketing or business tips i want to help you today understand what will make that work for you and it has a lot to do with the mindset you're in but also some of the habits you need to adopt or to adapt to make it work for you. And I want to share with you my three big principles to run a business at your own rhythm while generating consistent revenue in your business and making your business a real business and not just a hobby. However, I want to highlight a couple of notes that I want to discuss with you before we go into that. And the first one is about an important distinction that I want you to make to not lose sight of your goals and what you really want to achieve in your business. In fact, I've launched this series of episodes called The Slow Challenge after some conversations that I've had with many of you listeners, the people who are signed up to the newsletter and who reach out to me, as well as my clients. I've noticed that in this year, 2022, there was a time where people were simply exhausted. We were barely going out from the COVID situations and then went to the economic crisis and the war in Ukraine. Mentally and physically, a lot of people were just exhausted. Let's not even talk about all the day-to-day -day life that happens for global nomads, people who live across the world and those who have their families scattered and those who have family aging parents far and kids to take care of so so many reasons that make it very very difficult to keep up with the business and that often leads to exhaustion which leads to simply dropping the ball and giving up and this is what inspired me to start the stool challenge to show you how you can actually still be committed to your business at your own rhythm and in a way that works for you if you want it, right, if you really want to build a business that generates consistent revenue, there are ways you can do it to make it work for you. And so that was the whole point of the slow challenge. But one of the things, and that's how I started this whole challenge, is to understand that there is a distinction between deciding to proactively slow down instead of being a victim of just not being able to keep up I invited you to look at how you can create the seasons in your business where you proactively slow down when you want to instead of slowing down when you're exhausted and you can't keep up anymore. 
So that's one thing about the slow challenge, being proactive about when you want to slow down. But also what I've discovered while doing this slow challenge and doing some research, what I thought was a thing that just came up with my head, I was so surprised to realize that there was a whole movement out there called the slow business. So it might be strange to hear slow business because when we hear it the first time, we might think of a business not working, right? It's going too slow. But actually the slow business has been inspired by the slow food movement of living our lives mindfully. So that's another thing that you can do on top of designing a business and the seasons of the business proactively and mindfully to work for your own rhythm. Know that you can also have a business that generally a slow business, a business that's not necessarily a huge gigantic business, but a business that still generates revenue and profits for you in a way that works for you without you getting exhausted. So if you're interested, you can do some research about what the slow business movement is about here, my key message, the first key message I want you to be aware of is that you can run your business in your own rhythm. And it's not true that you have to break yourself to be able to run a successful business. That's the first thing. So instead of waiting until you're exhausted and can't keep up with the business, be mindful and be proactive right now at designing the business that works for you and not the other way around. You should not be working for your business. Your business should serve you and not the other way around. And now the second note that I want to share with you is some of the unexpected side effects, but also opportunities of running a slow business or creating seasons in your business where you slow down. So in general, what I found is that when we slow down and take some time off, sometimes even from the business, a lot of inspiration can come because if we're constantly working in our business, we struggle to see the big picture. And sometimes we need to take a break, think of something else, consume other type of contents, for example, that have nothing to do with your business. And suddenly it inspires you in your business. That happens to me very often that I go to a theater, I go to meet with friends who do something else. I meet with artists and suddenly that inspires me in my business, although my business has nothing to do with that. So I do think that slowing down can fuel the juices for your business and it can benefit your business. However, I've seen sometimes where suddenly when we slow down, we actually take a distance from our business and lose that connection with the business. So if while you're slowing down, it's one thing to not think about the business because you're resting. That's another thing to feel like completely disconnected. And if that's the case for you, I want you to pay attention to that and be completely aware and not shy away from facing that situation. Because if you're disconnected, that might feel like scary, right? Oh my God, I'm actually completely disconnected and disinterested by my business right now. So look at it very carefully and really go deep in your own heart and soul and ask yourself the right questions to figure out why you feel that way. All right. So it's really important to ask yourself, for instance, what is missing right now if you're losing complete motivation and don't feel like you want to go back to work on your business? That is, for example, one of the things that you want to figure out. And 
what I can, for example, share with you my experience and you might see how my podcast have been listening to the show has been evolving throughout the time. When, for example, at the beginning, I used to talk only about expat topics Over the time, I started feeling less and less connected to this topic and more and more passionate about creating a business that really is aligned with your lifestyle, no matter what lifestyle you have. Creating a business that allows you to be fulfilled, to create, generate revenue, to support your family financially, but also to make sure that you're living to your full potential. So this is something that excites me. And I remember that at some point I had taken the time to slow down and I felt like, ah, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And that is when I started looking at what is exciting me. What do I want to do? So while it might be scary to feel disconnected, I want you to dig deeper into it and ask yourself, what is missing for you to feel excited? And what, what changes could you make? Sometimes those changes could be some small tweaks Some other times it might be a whole new business. Some other times it might be simply an evolution of your brand or a whole rebranding or a whole pivot of your business. So don't shy away from asking yourself the questions. If you feel like after you slow down, you actually don't want to go back to that business. And that's okay. (laughs) That's okay if you feel that way. And I've seen it happen. And I think that's actually a great opportunity. Imagine if you keep pushing, pushing, pushing through your business, do not take the time to slow down. And then you still go back to it. Even if you want, don't want to, that is the recipe for disaster, right? And sometimes it can feel very scary, especially if your business is actually a business that helps you put food in a table, right? And I know that that can be very, very scary. So when you do, if you are in that situation, Know that you can transition, right? You don't need to have a 360 degree pivot in a day from another, but just being aware of it can help you maybe ease your mind and say, okay, I still have to continue to make money with this business as it is now, but in the background, I can maybe take some small steps to start making the changes I need to do what will really excite me to do while creating the revenue I need. So That is a big distinction I want you to pay attention to. When you slow down, are you coming back inspired? Or are you just, maybe never, by the way, the slow business is not only about slowing down and then going back full force. Sometimes you want to run your whole business at a slow rhythm, and that's okay too. But when you do that, are you feeling inspired? Are you feeling excited? Is it actually helping you build the life and the fulfillment you want? That's important to ask yourself. And if you feel that that rhythm is actually taking you away from the purpose and the mission of your business, then please don't shy away from it. Face it. All right. So I've spent the time to talk about these two big uh, notes that I wanted to share with you about how to Make sure to create a business that is aligned with who you are and what you want to do in your own rhythm. But now I want to share with you the key principles to be able to slow down or to create a slow business while making sure that it's a real business, making sure that you are creating real revenue. And to help you implement these steps and these key principles, I have prepared for you a workbook and it's actually going to be a lot about journaling and really reflecting on what you really want and how you want to do it. So make sure to download this workbook on tandemnomads.com slash 277. 
And I'm going to take you through these principles. So the first big principle that at the end of the day can sound very basic, but you would be surprised how many people lack that. What is it? This first principle is to simply getting clarity on what you truly want. Having a clear vision of what kind of business you want to build. And what kind of lifestyle do you want your business to provide you? And how does your business need to look like to be able to be aligned with your lifestyle? And at the end of the day, nobody can tell you that. You are the only one who can know that. I want you to take the time to dream, to, to really think big without any limitation, but also to face your fears and to face your limiting beliefs, to be able to really be mindful about what kind of business you want and how, what are you doing to make it happen? For me, one of the best exercises to really know what you want is what I call future pacing. And I've been doing that for myself and I've been inviting my clients to do that. And I want to invite you to do this. So in this workbook, I'm inviting you to write a letter to yourself and I'm going to give you some guidance on how to do that so that you can let your intuition and let your soul speak to you instead of your brain. So please don't overthink this exercise and just write whatever comes to you. Just follow the, the little instructions I have for you. But what's important is that you simply write that letter from your future self to yourself. All right. So do that. And then take that letter and keep reading it regularly to remind yourself of what you truly want and look and observe if you're doing what it actually takes you to be able to do, to build that business. Are you actually living that business or not yet? And if not, what do you need to get there? This is really important to get clarity on what you truly want. And when you read that letter, sometimes you might feel like this is not anymore what I want. And that's okay too. You can rewrite that letter and redraft that future self you want to be. It's all about being clear, clear and aware of what you want and the journey going through. And it's okay if things change. Obviously not every day, but if every couple of years things change for you, that's okay. As long as you are proactively making those shifts you want in your life. That's the first thing. Again, the key principle, if you want to create a business you love that is adapted to your own rhythm and that's generating revenue, you need to get clarity on what you truly want. Then the second one, and this is a big one for me, probably the most important one. The second principle is to be committed to your business instead of working hard in your business. In fact, as I said at the beginning of this episode, we have been taught for so many years that we need to break ourselves to make a successful business, make real revenue and succeed. And hard work is what will lead to results. And I've been in that pace. And the more I, I'm working on myself, the more I realize that hard work is not the solution. How many people do you know around you who work really hard and don't see any results? And the thing is, and that's the key principle at the end of the day, is don't confuse hard work with commitment. You need to know what you're committing to 
what you decide that you can commit to that works for you according to your lifestyle, according to your bandwidth, to what you can do, you can't do. Be clear about that and then commit to it. Commit if it's something that you can do and it's something that you love to do. It's not hard work. However, the one thing that makes people fail, it's not that they don't work hard, is that they not committed to their business. So ask yourself, what are the small things that you can commit to in your business to take it where it needs to be for you to feel fully fulfilled with the way your business is working and the way you're leading your life and aligning it to your business, but also to your own rhythm. What is that rhythm that you want to have in your life and your business? But here's the bigger thing that you need to be committed to. And you know what it is? It is you. So the reason I make you journal your future self, who is that future self who's writing to you, is because you need to know who you are and who is that person that you're committed to. And in order to be able to build the business that you want, you need to first know who is that person who's leading that business and how are you aligning your behavior and your habits to that person? Are you actually living up to who you truly are? Are you actually making sure that you're committed to your own self instead of being committed to a bunch of beliefs and a bunch of people that you think you need to serve the way they want you to serve them? So be very strong at knowing who you want to be and how are you committed to that person. So in the journaling prompts that I give you, I also ask you, Who is that person? Who do you want to be? And who do you need to become to build the business and the life you truly want? That's a big question, right? And it's hard to just have all the answers in one workbook and I know it and I'm aware of it. But hopefully this will be a start for you to start reflecting on this big question that I think is essential. To be honest with you, all the successful entrepreneurs that I've met who really make an impact and real revenue are super clear about who they are who they want to be and their commitment to that person. Which leads me to the third point that's really important for you to live up to that commitment, which is your habits. Habits are key to successful business. And maybe your whole concept of your business is actually not having habits, but know that even that is a habit on its own, not having habits. So I could talk about this for a long time, But you need to know what is the rhythm, the routines, and the habits that you want to have. Not those that other people have. Not those that work for other people. But the ones that work for you that you can commit to. This is really important. If you don't have routines and habits in your business that allow you to be the person you want to be and create the business you want, it'll be very hard for you to see results. So even if your whole concept is about not having rigid habits, that's okay too. But make sure to know proactively and be aware about what is that works for you. What are those consistent things you can do to be the person you want to be, create the lifestyle you want, and the business you want. So for different people, it might be different things. Let me give you an example that kind of illustrates a little bit those three steps that um, hopefully will help you. And I won't be able to go in details, but... Hopefully this little example will help you see what it means for you. In my case, for example, 
my commitment to my business has a lot to do, like I said, in empowering people, and especially women, in living up to their full potential by creating a business that is aligned with their lifestyle, their needs, and that gives them the flexibility and the financial freedom they need. So this is who I want to be and who I am. This is what motivates me and wakes me up every day. And that was part of what was the letter uh, about when I wrote it to myself, partly. There was a bunch of other things. But I asked myself, what is it that I'm committed to? And one thing that I'm committed to is my mental health and my physical health and the quality time with my loved ones. But I'm also committed to the impact I want to be to make with my business. So based on that, I've designed the routines and the habits that work for me to be able to do both. One of the routines, I'm very consistent with them. Some days it doesn't work, but I'm still committed to them as much as I can. Is for example, meditating and working out. Because I know that if I wake up every day putting myself as a priority, waking up in the morning, doing my yoga, doing my exercises and my meditation, I know that I'm being my full self when I do that, no matter what happens for the rest of the day. So this is one of the things that I do that have nothing to do with my business but I know that it serves my business because it helps me be aware and start the day with intention. No matter where I am and what I do. I actually did a few posts on social media about having portable habits as well. Habits that you can implement no matter where you are. So think about what would that be for you. If dancing is your thing, make it your habit. If reading is your thing, make it your habit. If you love to write, make it your habit. Do what fulfills you. Do what makes you feel complete. Do what makes you feel aligned and clear and connected to yourself. And then the same question in my business. What are the smaller things that I commit to no matter what? For example, this podcast show is what I've been committing to no matter what. So as I'm evolving, it might be something else down the road. Who knows? But I know that for now, this is what has worked for me. And in the past five years, I've been putting out there one episode per week consistently without missing a single week. And although I have been inconsistent in so many other areas of my business, trust me, I'm not perfect. I know that this consistency with my podcast show, although it's not always directly related to the clients that come to me, has helped me grow my revenue every single year. While working half the time in the past two years, I've only worked full time half of the year. For you, it might be something else, but figure it out. Check out all the episodes I shared with you in this slow challenge, like I said, from the episode 263. But everything that I do in this podcast is about helping you figure out what works for you, learn from the resources I provide you, and then adapt them to what works for you. All right, I hope that these three key principles really help you reflect. And as you can see, it was nothing about business strategies. It was about being intentional and aware of why you're doing what you're doing, how you're doing it, and how would it make it work for you to align your business with your lifestyle and creating the rhythm that works for you while still generating revenue. So if you're really ready to reflect on those topics and defining what you're truly committing to, to make it work for you, make sure to check out this workbook and go through this process of journaling and reflecting on tandemnomads.com slash 277.
And then don't hesitate to reach out to me with your feedback. Let me know how it was for you. What came out out of this experience? And maybe what are the questions you have to be able to take this to the next level? Don't hesitate to reach out to me. When you download this workbook, you will get my email address and you can simply respond to that email. I will be personally responding to that email. All right, so I can't wait to hear from you and to see what changes are you making in your life and in your business to make it work for you and to be living up to your full potential. All right, I can't wait to hear from you again and stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities.